0: to McDavid, scores! Nugent Hopkins did not like that hit on Tyler Yamamoto and Lance, a clubbing right hand that fells Justin Hall. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite teams. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. Alberta Injury Lawyers. The heavy hitters of injury law. In the second period austin matthews has scored his 32nd of the season also in period two philadelphia up 2-0 on buffalo st louis leading the capitals one zip one game coming up later that is columbus at anaheim the oilers play tomorrow it's a matinee in seattle 12 30 for the face-off show game at two all right here on 6 30 ched i'm in rogers place tonight The game between the Oil Kings and Medicine Hat is going to start in about an hour, then the Oil Kings home again tomorrow night against Lethbridge. Fan appreciation night, 6.30 Ched, one of the presenters for that game. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Andrew Peard from the Oil Kings play-by-play chair is going to join me in a few minutes to uh, talk a little bit about the uh, Edmonton Oil Kings. At the University Cup, the number one seed, In the country, the Calgary Dinos trailing the number eight seed, Prince Edward Island, and the host team. Oh, now 3-1. I missed a goal. Okay, so it was 2-1 PEI after two. They're almost two minutes into the third period, so Prince Edward Island probably scored while I was telling you the NHL scores there. So PEI up 3-1 on the Dinos. So significant game. And the winner faces the U of A Golden Bears in a semifinal tomorrow. We're going to have the star player for the Golden Bears in the, today's game on the show in about three or four minutes, Tyler Prezuzo. The young man had five points as the Bears absolutely hammered Windsor 7 nothing. It was 4 nothing before the game was six minutes old. Tyler's going to tell you how it happened. Because of the time change and his team responsibilities and trying to recover, we actually uh, taped this this afternoon uh, before the show, but he'll give you an update on, uh, uh, on how that played and who he might be hoping to face or not face in the game tomorrow. So the Oilers practiced today before flying to Seattle. The Kraken will not go away. We've talked a lot about them this season. You know, it looked maybe in January around then that they were starting to drop off a little bit. Remember, the Oilers beat them pretty bad that one game. But they remain in a playoff spot, and they likely will make the playoffs. Uh, They have 83 points. The Oilers have 84. At the moment, Seattle's in the first wildcard spot. The Oilers are third in the Pacific. So the Oilers with a one-point advantage. Seattle has a game in hand. So if it comes down to points percentage for now... Uh, Seattle has the advantage on Edmonton 610 to 609. So very close. So important game tomorrow. And the weather's coming off that pretty impressive uh, win over Dallas last night. Head coach Jay Woodcroft commenting on why Seattle has so much staying power.
1: A couple things. I think they have uh, balance up front. So four lines uh, that can score, similar to our team. Um, I think uh, they can um you know th- their back end has been pretty much the same the entire season so there's a chemistry between their partners in the way they're put together um i think um you know their record is not a fluke uh, it, it's the result of um i think a real cohesion in the way they want to play the game. I think they can score, like I said, and um, they're going to be a tough opponent for us tomorrow afternoon.
0: Well, uh, Seattle, uh, the offense is there. The Oilers are the highest scoring team in the Western Conference. Of course, they're the highest scoring team in the league. They have 268 goals. In the West, L.A. and Dallas have 237, Seattle 236. So they're, I mean, virtually in a three-way tie for second in goals for in the Western Conference. Good club, good opponent uh, for Edmonton tomorrow. And like I said, you know, if you look at that gap, Seattle, they're, they're seven points up on Calgary, the best non-playoff team Nashville still hanging around with 75, couple games in hand, but really that that last playoff spot appears to be coming down to Winnipeg, Calgary, and Nashville uh, at the moment. Seattle very likely going to be in in just their second year in the in the NHL, so they're they're doing pretty well. Zach Hyman practiced once again today. Now he also uh, took the morning skate and uh, was skating earlier in the week, but he hasn't played the last couple of games. Woodcroft was asked if Hyman's going to be available tomorrow.
1: We'll see. Um, the one thing I haven't do, done yet is gone in and spoke to our trainers yet. Um, I think it's a good sign when he's on the ice. I think you worry when players, they're not worried, but, uh, you know, their closeness to returning to the lineup is, is a lot farther away when they're not on the ice skating with the team and Zach's been skating with us so I think that's a good sign but I, I don't have an update in terms of his availability for tomorrow
0: all right so we'll see if he plays tomorrow another storyline to follow there for the Edmonton Oilers all right let's get to him today for the U of A Golden Bears 7 nothing win over Windsor in the national quarterfinal in Charlottetown Tyler Prezuzo had three goals and two assists Tyler welcome to inside sports how are you doing I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, congratulations on the big 7-0 win today. And you guys got rolling early, 38 seconds into the game. Tell me about having that dream start against Windsor. Yeah,
2: our coach talked about us having a, a big start and how important it would be for the team. So we just tried to get as prepared as we could. And yeah, the 38 seconds in, just found a way to get one
0: early and felt good. All right. And what happened on the play that, had one of their players get a game misconduct and put you guys on a five minute power play.
2: Yeah, it was just uh puck was going up the wall and kind of stuck in the guy's feet. My teammates feet and he's kind of a smaller guy already. And a big guy on the other team came and just kind of got him real high right to the head and which is a, a five minute in the game in our league. So it was a bit dirty. So yeah, he got that and we were on the power play.
0: All right. And you guys made a count. You got three goals, on that power play, including uh, two from you, 12 seconds apart. Just tell me what was clicking for you guys to score three times on that man advantage. Um, yeah, I
2: think the first one, we just had a good attack off the rush. We tried to get as much speed as we can on it and just heading to work. We just got past them and Forzey made a good shot there. And then the second two, we just had a goal of getting uh, pucks to the net. And that's kind of just what we did. One was a tip and one was just a rebound. So pucks on net something's bound to happen, that's good.
0: All right, so how how did it feel to have that lead before the game was six minutes old? I mean, you're at Nationals, you probably expect close games. Uh, what, what was it like playing with that big lead so early in the contest?
2: Yeah, it's always a bit of a, a weird feeling when something like that happens, but just, I don't know, maybe just have some reminders on the bench. We were just saying foot on the gas, you know, it's not let up the game, tons of hockey left, so we just tried to bear down and and still, you know, go after the game, but definitely play hard in the D zone as well.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, you got the 7 nothing victory. Ethan Kruger, who was on this show a few weeks ago as well, got the shutout. What can you say about the work of your goaltender?
2: Yeah, Krug's has been a been a stud all year. It's been awesome for us. And honestly, not really too much of a surprise that he got a shutout. He's just a, a great goalie and better
0: guy. Yeah, okay. Are you, are you going to watch the game between Calgary and PEI? Follow it? Yeah, oh, yeah I'll watch that. Yeah. Are you guys going to go
2: to it? No, we're just going to get a group of guys or whatever and watch on the TV and see who, see what we got next.
0: Do, do you feel like you want another shot at Calgary or do you just try to remove any of that thought from your mind about who you're going to play? Um.
2: Yeah, maybe some guys go that route, but I think me definitely for me and a couple other guys where we want Calgary, we want to, we got something to prove against them and, Kind of wouldn't feel right without about facing off against them, so I'd be looking forward to, to playing them.
0: Okay, good stuff. Um, now this is your your second season of of playing with the Golden Bears, but were, were you with the team when when the year was wiped out by COVID too?
2: Yeah, so I've been part of the school for three three full years of school, but yeah, only the two real hockey seasons.
0: Okay, and why did you pick the U of A? I'm sure other teams wanted you after your uh, your WHL career.
2: Um, yeah, I played in medicine Hat there for a while. So I was pretty familiar with Alberta and obviously liked it a lot and then had a couple buddies that played on the team and talked about it very highly and that's kind of the best place to go. And then just the history of the, the team, the success they've had with not just championships, but players moving on after that as well. So kind of a bit of a no brainer for me,
0: just felt right. And what are you studying in school? Uh, I'm an economics major. okay, good stuff. And uh, like do you have any any family in Edmonton that comes and watches you play or what's the situation there?
2: No, no family at all. um just yeah, just just the guys there, but luckily enough my my family came out from Victoria to Prince Edward Island to watch. so it's nice to have them here.
1: Oh,
0: they're at Nationals. okay. well yeah. man is is this the I know you had 30 points this year in league play. Is this your first five point game though in Canada West? Uh yeah.
2: I think for sure since being part of the Bears. I might have had one back in Junior at some point, but definitely my first as a bear.
0: Okay. Well good for you. It came in the biggest game of the season so far. You guys have another one coming up tomorrow. Tyler, thanks for checking in. I know it's a busy day and you want to try to recover here. Good luck tomorrow in the semifinal. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Reed. That is Tyler Prezuzo from the Golden Bears. The semifinals at four o'clock mountain tomorrow. They will be likely playing Prince Edward Island. UPEI just scored as that interview was wrapping up. So they lead the number one ranked Calgary Dinos 4-1 with about 13 minutes left in the third period. This would be a massive upset. That's what can happen out of this tournament. And, you know, Dinos, the host team, or the Dinos, the number one team, but they got to take on the host with that big crowd behind them. And uh, we've seen that. I mean, the Bears have won as the number one seed, but they've had some games like this as the number one seed where they just can't get it going and things start rolling against them. And the Dinos are in trouble. I'm at the Oil Kings game tonight. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight at uh, Rogers Place for Inside Sports tonight. Oil Kings and Tigers are going to drop the puck at 7 o'clock. I'm keeping an eye on this University Cup game and PEI in the process of shocking the number one ranked Calgary Dinos. 4-1 lead. Now around 12 minutes left in the third for the Panthers. Happy to hear from you, of course. 780-496-0063 is the hotline presented by CertainTeed. The pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can follow me on Twitter at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. And you can email the program, inside sports at 630Ched.com calm uh i think someone might have been calling trying to get on the air we will uh we'll have open uh, line time probably around 6:45, 6:50, if anybody wants to talk and then uh likely around 7:40, 7:45 ish as well if you uh feel like chiming in uh with uh with me here on uh, saint patty's day hope everybody's doing okay obviously uh, a really sad time in our city with uh the murder of the two police officers uh yesterday constables ryan and jordan and uh it's just uh yeah just just a tough couple of days i i, I know everybody I, I know our uh our, our our news talk shows our newscasts uh have been talking about it uh a lot. We will keep the the focus obviously on uh, sports and the Oilers and the Oil Kings and the Golden Bears. We got an excellent uh, local boxer coming up. We're going to talk some NCAA basketball. We'll be covering a lot on the show tonight. Uh, so we'll we'll still give you the sports show, but I I know what everybody is is thinking about. And uh, as as I said to you a lot, uh, you know, especially when we were going through COVID and stuff. Um, we, uh, we know what's going on in the world on this show um, but we also try to uh, provide a little bit of a I don't know if escape is the right word but just maybe talk about other things that uh, that might uh, you know have a little bit of a different tone but we but we realize that there's some other pretty serious and and uh, sometimes very tragic things that that go on as well so uh, hey I, I'm, I'm happy to, to, to talk to you and quite frankly I'm, I'm I'm glad you guys are, are there for me as well because uh, I do enjoy uh, doing the show and some of the chats we have are, are really rewarding. But uh, I know that uh, it's a tough day and makes you, you think uh, about a lot of different things from whatever perspective you have. But I know it's, it's been very, very sad. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. If 63 uh, if you want to check in. Oil Kings getting set to take on uh, Medicine Hat tonight. The uh, Oil Kings, uh, you know, winding down the season. They got three home games left. The Oil Kings looking for their 10th win of the year. Obviously, it's been a tough go for them. Medicine Hat trying to nail down a playoff spot. They are currently the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. They have 63 points, just one point ahead of Calgary, and then just two points ahead of both Swift Current and Brandon, who are jockeying for uh, one of the final playoff spots there. there as well so the oil kings trying to play that spoiler role they'll play uh, lethbridge tomorrow that's fan appreciation night with 6:30. Jed, one of the presenters for that we had uh, kevin radomsky director of oil kings business operations on the show a couple of nights ago sounds like a lot of fun stuff going on and uh, a lot of prizes and they're going to do kind of these scratch and win tickets instead of saying well you got to be the first Whatever, two thousand people here to, to get something. Uh, if if you can't get here early, you get a scratch and win when you come in, and uh, and maybe you get something. The oil kings do a great job with the uh, with the fan experience. I like coming to these games uh, when I can and taking in stuff here from up top as uh, they're coming out for the warm up right now. If you hear that siren in the background, Angie Quinnell is back at the six thirty chet broadcasting compound. Angie, how's it going? Things are going all right, Reed. How are you? Good. Are you working the game tomorrow as well against the Tentacles? I am. All right. Uh, Oilers in Seattle, 1230 face-off show, game at two here on uh, on 630, Chet. Okay. So, as uh, I think a big story here for the Oilers lately. Now, obviously, they have the top two scorers in the National Hockey League. And uh, so, that helps. To, to put it mildly but i, I and we're going to talk about this later on in the show as well and, I, and I, I interviewed devin shore after practice today um and the the Oilers are starting to get more contributions from other areas of the lineup we know who the big point producers are going to be but other guys are hitting the score sheet, and, and other guys are clicking at least when it comes to generating a little bit of territory, and some zone time. And, and I, we, we've talked a lot about Shore and Ryan and McLeod. McLeod didn't play last night, so they had a cycle of uh, players going through there. Yamamoto was with Shore and Ryan. They got things going, and they set up. Uh, eventually, that led to that goal by Warren Fogle. But the points are coming too. Fogle has in, in the. I just did it for the last month. Fogel has 10 points in the last 14 games. Yanmark, a couple of goals last night. He has 7 points in the last 14. Shore hasn't played every game. He's got a goal and 6 points in 12 games. I mean, half a point a game or better for those three guys. Derek Ryan, 3 goals in the last 14 games. He plays about 10 minutes a, a night. That's pretty good. Costin uh, isn't playing a lot anymore, but he still has 5 points in those 6 games he's played in the last month and uh, and mcleod as well he's now played 13 games in the last month he has five points so you know a bunch of guys hovering around a third and a half a point per game that's not bad for depth players and plus they're generating a little bit of zone time as well so we'll dive into that a little bit more as we go on everett fitzhugh the play-by-play voice of the seattle kraken is coming up